everyone. Welcome to the Golden Radio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hello. How's it going, GR Dad? It's, you know, my butt does not hurt. Someday my butt won't hurt, but today is not that day. Still not that day. I'm trying a new method of sitting for the podcast, so hopefully I won't be like, could we please be done with this podcast because my butt hurts. We'll see how it goes. No, you're like an elementary school student. Can't <laughs> sit still for more than, you know, 40 minutes. That was probably true in elementary school, too. Yeah. Me, definitely. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're recording the podcast a day late because Jared Dad spent an unexpected night in Miami. Yeah, I don't usually do unexpected. No. I like to overplan, please. Indeed. So let me do the cocktail of the week and then we'll get into that. That was a good teaser. That's yeah. very good. The cocktail of the week is the Witch's Brew. No. It's, it's officially fall. I'm sure there's many, many cocktails called the Witch's Brew, but this is one that Pinterest showed me. So it's vodka, sparkling cider, like you would drink as a kid. You know, the non-alcoholic sparkling cider. In Germany, you just drink cider. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess you could use sparkling <laughs> alcoholic cider, too. Oh. This, this doesn't specify either way. Oh, interesting. If you're looking for sparkling alcoholic cider, like fizzy cider, um, Stella Artois makes one called Cidre. Oh, yeah, that is it's good. It's nice and dry. Reliable, solid, nice yeah. and dry. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can get that at all the stores. Also, Strongbow is really good, but Cidre is really easy to find. I think we've uh, gotten some ciders from fans, but they're very local and harder to get. Oh, everywhere. and some really, that blueberry one was so yeah, good. Yeah, there's some good main stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think that was one of those. Anyway, okay, so vodka, sparkling cider, ginger beer, cranberry juice, pineapple juice, and then gummy worms. Which I assume is just to make it kind of witchy. Gummy worms are good. I, I'd leave the gummy worms out, but it it sounds pretty good. We're we're drinking champagne tonight. I'm a big Haribo fan. <laughs> Still. Do they make worms? Oh, yeah. You always have the bears. Yeah, no, uh, green and red and stuff. They're, they're not scary. They're tasty. Jared's mom, when she would come visit from Germany, there's a whole, whatever, 10 years we've been together, she would always bring Eva Haribo gummy bears from Germany but you can buy them at CVS, which is like across the street from your house. But she'd always bring them. She do, I, I do this too, but she does this thing where if she finds out you like something, that will be anchored in her brain for the rest of her life as you liking it. Yeah. So she she will, you know, Eva will be 52 and, and my mom will be like, you love gummy bears here. You <laughs> must love these. My grandma was like that. My dad said she used to, we always used to have chop suey as a kid, which is like an American, like fake Chinese really? dish. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is not actually Chinese. It's like a stew. It's got watercress. Stir fry. No, it's much thinner. Not it's, even stir fry. It's like a soup. It's much more like a soup. I remember those water chestnuts though. Yeah. And anyway, I think she made it once, and my dad, to be nice, was like, "Oh wow, Gene, this is really it's good chop suey." Every damn week when I was a little <laughs> kid, we had that, and I think you know, parents were like, "Well, it's free food. Like we won't turn it down." Yeah. I didn't like it very much. I thought the water chestnuts were really weird. Did not enjoy. Had those noodles anyway. Okay, Ingo, the list of things we have to talk about is so long and dramatic this week. I think it's amazing that you are taking a, the sacrifice of your butt upon yourself for <laughs> the sake of the listeners, and you're trying to make your your butt last longer <laughs> that sounds terrible you, <laughs> you're allowing yourself to sit longer i don't know it, it is my hamstrings everybody just in case you're concerned it's just where they connect up there is very close to the you gotta sit the on butt. them 
All right. I mean, I guess we should start with hops since that's the major news of the week. So we, as we have talked about the last few weeks on the podcast, we have been trying to get an appointment at VOSM, the orthopedic specialist up in Maryland. They did voodoo surgery. They did all of Vinkman surgeries. They did some stuff for queso. They're great. And I, man, I was like, we need you guys to see our dog Hopper like two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And they're like, okay, well, you need to fill out the new patient form. I'm like, you've seen like five of our dogs. And they're like, every new dog, new form. So I fill out the form. And then they call and they're like, uh, well, we need the records. And I was like, okay, can you not get me an appointment while you're waiting for the records? No. So then I have, I mean, I had given them the contact info. I said, fine, send them the records. And then like two days later, I'm like, okay, so like. You have the records. You have the records. You got the form. And then they're like, well, we'll transfer you to our scheduling person. It's like, I remember just calling there and being like, could I please have an appointment? And they're like, sure, here's your appointment. Because <laughs> they had a calendar, like yeah. a Google calendar. Like this, like the surgical coordinator, except we're not trying to get surgery. Right. So it's this whole thing. So we keep calling and we keep calling. You finally got a hold of her after a week. And she's like, well, she only sent the thing in last week. And it's like, it's been a week. We're just trying to get an appointment on the yeah. books. So after 10 days, she finally called. I mean, she's clearly very busy, right? All the vets are very busy. So she finally calls. She didn't even say who she was. She's like, uh, Jennifer, you know, whatever. She gave me her name, but not where she was from. She's like, um, so our surgeons looked at this and this isn't what they do. So you need to find a soft tissue surgeon. And I'm like, I don't even know that we need surgery. <laughs> like, it just needs somebody to look at her. <sighs> but I was like, okay, like, they're not going to see her. We have waited. We have wasted two weeks of hops being in pain, waiting for them to just tell us that they won't see her, which is very frustrating. But fine. So I'm like, okay, soft tissue surgeon. Okay. So I'm just Googling for soft tissue surgeons in South Florida because like 20 hours each way is a long way to drive, but up to Maryland, right? So like, let's find somebody here. So I find a place and I was like, it, I have been told I need a soft tissue surgeon and your website says you have a soft tissue surgeon. It's like a specialist specialty clinic. And they're like, yeah, but the surgeon is kind of like drop in. And a a lot of places have this where there's like a surgeon and he, he or she goes around to different hospitals on different days. And so like Thursdays do surgery at this clinic, you know, Vink's um, when she had her total hip replacement, that guy's at the university of Ohio or Ohio state, I guess. And he travels all over the country and just like, like once a month he shows up at VOSM and he does all the total hip replacements all day. That's what he does. And then he goes someplace else the next day and does all of them there. Wow. Um, so they, you know, their soft tissue surgeon is kind of a drop in there. Like you need to see one of our regular doctors here first. I was like, great. This is Monday. Great. Uh, when can we see? And they're like, how about Wednesday at five thirty PM? And I was like, we, We'll be there. Like, That's great. Put them down. That's much better. And 5.30 p.m. is great coming from the Keys because it's a three-hour drive each way. Yeah. It's against traffic in Miami, too. So Jir Dad heads up there yesterday. And uh, Jir Dad is the hero of driving this last week. You've driven a lot of dogs around to a lot of places. It's kind of fun. It was, today was especially a lot. <laughs> so, you know, Jir Dad leaves yesterday afternoon, gets her up there. And then I get dialed in, which is how we always do it with this. And so this guy, he's like, you know, I gave him the whole history. Our vet said this was a hygroma. 
Hygromas normally don't hurt. We've had her in the damn elbow pads for six weeks. You know, those are supposed to resolve it in three to four weeks. She's not better. She's kind of worse. Our vet just keeps telling us to treat treat the arthritis. And I did, I finally got a hold of my, like our previous vet up in Maryland, like our regular vet up there who I'm friends with and is wonderful. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't sound like this. And, And he had some ideas just you know from me describing it so i was like all right well if the guy in miami won't do anything at least we can do what that vet said and try something um but anyway so i ran the whole thing down and i had sent the whole description of it in before and this guy's like all right well this isn't a hygroma like this doesn't look anything like a hygroma it doesn't act like a hygroma this is a soft tissue cancer he's like i'm 90 percent sure and he's like you know we can try to get the records i'm like they're the x-rays from your place which was closed i was like just do more x-rays <laughs> like just do them right now yeah uh and he does the x-rays he's like so now i'm 99 percent sure this is a soft tissue cancer uh so we have to do a biopsy and i'm like how about now and he's like we're not doing a biopsy at six o'clock on a wednesday night like they close <laughs> at six o'clock uh they have to put the dogs under for that and i was like how, how about tomorrow he's like well i don't work tomorrow but I am coming anyway to look at the records. I was like, I'm like, great. <laughs> Volunteering GR dad to stay overnight in Miami, which he had not planned or you, packed you, for. I mean, to be fair, you said that was an option. And then you said, and, and I said, I could also go home and then come out, you know, leave early in the morning and come out, you know? So it's not, you weren't volunteering me to stay. That was just one of the, well, the most logical option. Yeah, you could drive three hours, get back here at like 9.30 or 10, and then leave at like 4.30 in the morning. I've done crazy things before. I, I would just, not have been shocked if you I had done that. I just didn't feel crazy that way. I was like, eh, it's fine. I, there, there's really, that's a lot of driving, especially the getting there at 8 o'clock in the morning is rough. Yeah, so uh, I had points, and you actually got to stay at the Hyatt Regency Coral Gables, which is where I was going to stay with Cheggs when he was going to get his eye surgery. It's a very nice place. It's very and, fancy, very aggressive room service. Yeah, yeah, you can tell that story in a minute. Yeah. Um, no, it's a Coral Gables. I've never been there. It's like super nice. It's like Disney World for stores and fancy. Yeah, they got a little town center and very yeah. swanky. Yeah, um, like southwest Miami suburb. It's nice. Um, but I had no change of anything. I didn't have no a toothbrush. toothbrush. <laughs> I didn't have a comb. All the things that I kind of like to have. <laughs> to be fair, it was like a 10-minute walk to Publix. I, could, I forgot to buy a toothbrush. <laughs> I was too worried about getting food and a beer. <laughs> did the front desk give you a toothbrush? I didn't ask. Oh. Tur- turns out I didn't ask. Wait, you didn't brush your teeth? Correct. Oh, my God. I know, right? Wow. I just drank more beer. <laughs> well, I wasn't there. I mean, who cares? <laughs> uh so yeah, so dear dad stayed overnight with Hops. Who's with Hops, a, a great in hotels. She, she really is. She doesn't get freaked out. She doesn't. She you know she finds her spot. She's comfortable. She eats and drinks. I mean, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's just very good in hotels. It's like if you could model a dog, and for purposes of the Hyatt, she's under fifty pounds. <clears throat> of course. Of course. I mean, I I talk to them I'm like, so can we bring the dog? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, most of them are like that, right? So. Anyway, so you got to stay at a fancy hotel in Miami with no change of clothes, no toiletries, no nothing, but you did get a four-pack of beer. Right. And, uh, and some grocery store sushi. It yeah. was on sale. Did you eat the sushi? Because you also went to Sweet Green. I ate everything. Oh, that's good. <laughs> sale <laughs> also, sushi is such I also a went to Sweet Green. Bad choice and go. Yeah. You're fine, though. 
So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hops went back this morning for a biopsy. Um, so they, you'll see now on the snaps, like her leg is all shaved. They cut in, you know, cut into the joint, took some tissue out. He's like, he's like, I'm kind of hoping that there's a big infection in there. And I was like, yeah, well, we tested for that before and treated her with antibiotics and still came back no infection. So yeah. he's like, yeah, but then it wouldn't be cancer. <laughs> and right. so he went and he's like, yeah, there was no infection in there. So he's like, I'm culturing it just in case, but it looks like a tumor and it's in the joint. So this is not great news. Um, it's, I, it's good to know. And it's good that someone figured this out and, and we now have data. I think we're both not as like shocked and sad about it because we have been so frustrated for the last uh, kind of, you know, okay, like it's gonna take her a week or so to start showing improvement, but it's been six weeks since we started treating this. Yeah, we brought her into the vet at least three different times saying she's still really limpy and in, uh, uncomfortable and in pain. What's going on? And they didn't really either, well, I'm very sensitive to this. I didn't feel as taken seriously as I wanted to be. Uh, but they also didn't reconsider that it was, you know, they, they were just kind of like arthritis. Yeah, and we're like, it's not arthritis. Like, it was, like, she has, she definitely has arthritis, but that's not going to make you go overnight from being a little stiff in the morning and avoiding stairs to not putting any weight on the leg. Yeah. So we've we've been really frustrated. And our vets here are great, so it's kind of mysterious that, we were not making progress. I mean, they did a bunch of x-rays. That's but right. They, they just, they kind of never got to this point. Um, and maybe they were just thinking bone cancer, which would show up on an x-ray, and that's not what this is. So in any case, we're very relieved to just, okay, like now we basically know what this is. So we have to, we don't have a plan at this point because we have to wait for the results of the biopsy to come back. But if this is kind of what he expects, um, these soft tissue sarcomas which show up in the limbs are tend to be slow growing cancers um but they do spread and he did a chest x-ray yesterday because you are looking then for spots in the lungs which would mean his spread and that looked fine which is good um you can't really just do surgery to remove the tumor because it needs really deep and wide margins. You basically have to take a lot of tissue around the tumor or else the tumor comes back. And from the stuff I was reading, you know, assuming it's the thing that he suspects it is, um, if you take, if you just take those tumors off, they come back. So it's not very successful surgery. And of course doing a, a surgery on a joint, is always messed up because the joint bends and it's hard for it to heal so plus taking off like half the elbow isn't really feasible it anyway. doesn't work yeah. so the the kind of standard treatment for this is amputation so we are kind of suspecting that is the path that we're going to look at assuming i mean we don't know yet right is has this do we have to look for it spreading elsewhere i mean i i don't know what we do at this point we're just kind of waiting on the biopsy but if if all goes well, we will amputate her front right leg. And, you know, it's, it sucks. Like, <laughs> obviously, we don't want to have to do that for her. But better than her being dead. Um, you know, she does have arthritis in the elbow. So, like, that 
makes it harder, but whatever. We'll oh, in the other elbow. Yeah. In the other elbow. Well, we're removing one arthritic elbow. That'd be kind. Of, that's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, that one Jeez. won't hurt her anymore. Um, you know, so it will be a modification, and you know she'll need some extra support. But um, you know, I was reading stuff from other people who have had this surgery done on the front legs of their dogs who have lived for years after the surgery and been fine. So. Yeah, we just need to get our elevator fixed. <clears throat> the elevator. Freaking elevator. Maybe next week the part will be in for the elevator. I mean, I'm strong like a bull, but <sighs> today you know, that's a lot of mass. Today I've, I, I was home by myself all day, so I have been having to I did feel bad about staying in Miami in a fancy hotel and knowing that you had to lug dogs around and kick dogs up and down stairs. So, like, Voods can sort of go down the stairs and I can help him, and then he doesn't want to come back up. And He can do a lot of things that he doesn't want to do. Murder. So I was like, Voods, you have to come upstairs. And when he wants to go up the stairs, he'll kind of walk his front legs, and I kind of boost his back half, which I've done with many dogs who's you know hind limbs don't work well yeah. and it's fine he did not want to come upstairs today so i put him in the help him up harness and i'm like come on you know then i can just i got a handle to lift up the back part and he's like Nye. <laughs> <laughs> all legs are noodles now just would not oh him at dead weight is impossible so I've, the help him up harness has a handle like between the shoulder blades and a handle on the butt so i'm like he's 95 pounds right so i'm like hauling like the front part up and then the back part up one step and he's like yeah Slowest, noodles like noodles caterpillar in the world <laughs> and he just well i was so mad at him i was like God, just you because he makes no effort he's oh, just completely he's sack he's, he's like i'm laying sack. down sack. No. he's just a squishy sack of nothing i try Car to put his front legs down he's like, noodles <laughs> so I, I finally get him up to the top of the stairs and i like open the door and i just flew through him in <laughs> i was like I hate you. I'm going to give you back. If anyone wants a Vood, I'm taking bids. I don't want him anymore. Vood is psychologically not affected by any of this <laughs> No, abuse. he does not care. No, he thinks it's funny. Right now he's trying to chew on Guac's back leg. <laughs> Guac's <laughs> just standing there. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, so that's the Hopper medical situation. We should get the uh, biopsy results back next week and then have a plan for what's next poor hops which will likely be dramatic it's very sad but she's only eight so hopefully you know there are all kinds of worse scenarios than amputating the leg but you know hopefully this is a thing that we have to do and then because she's otherwise healthy we get a few more good years with her and she That'd spends a lot of time in the water um but anyway the plan was you know, they have to, they put them under anesthetic to do the biopsy. And so it's, a, you drop them off in the morning and they were going to do it right away, but it's a process because then they have to wake up and whatever. So like, dear dad, all right, well, you check out time. Is it noon at the hotel? So I was going to be all clever. I was going to drive from the hotel to the vet before mm -hmm. eight. Like early, 15 minutes. Early yeah. in the morning. Yeah. A little longer with traffic. Then just drive back to the hotel and hang out in my room that I had, you know. Till noon. Yeah. Till, yeah. Till at the latest, but but till noon, I had the room. Yeah. 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 I mean, paid for it until room till noon. Quite. So I get back to the room at like eight forty-five, and the uh, cleaning cart is outside my room, which is always a bad sign. And I go in the room. There's nobody in there. Everything is just tossed. It's, Bed is looks stripped. Like, it looks like in those um gangster movies where they like <laughs> toss a room there's like you know sheets are stripped pillows are strewn about 
refrigerators open, trash cans are wet and upside down. <laughs> it looks very dramatic. All your stuff is gone. My stuff's gone. Yeah, Poop bags. Like, like all the stuff that I had opener, set groceries. aside. Now, I didn't have a, an overnight bag because I didn't have an overnight bag, but I left some stuff in the room that I was going to cook it later, like, you know, chips for the trip. And yeah. You know, a bottle opener, yeah, a can opener for Hop's food. And I don't know exactly what else was in there. It was just in a paper sweet green bag, right? Yeah. Um, all gone, all trash, all yeah. thrown away. And then so, and and they and the cleaning lady was like, oh, sorry about the confusion. Yeah, I called the front desk. I'm like, what the heck, you guys? Like, It's his room. <laughs> he just like picked up breakfast at McDonald's and came back and all the stuff is gone. It's, it's nine o'clock in the morning and you've tossed the room. And yeah. they're like, oh, sorry. You know, we'll, uh, oh, and I did have a do not disturb on the door. And I That's even had crazy. the little hang tag that they give you, which says there's a dog in this room. Don't disturb, you know, the dog in this room because it was still up from, That's you know, crazy. so it, it was, I mean, it's just so bizarre. And she, she basically said, well, you didn't have any bags in there. So, I, you know, I thought you were gone. Like, why are you? I was like, what if I were in there like asleep in the bed oh. with a do not disturb sign? And she's just like, coming on in. Like, you did not, what are you doing? That's ridiculous. But I, that's happened to me before. This seems to be my lot in life where I said so the airline lost my luggage on a trip. And so I had to go to the hotel room with no bags and just my, you know, and I bought like a toothbrush or something. And they, I was supposed to be there for two nights and they just kicked me out of the room. Like, Checked you, you out. You weren't in the room. There were no bags. And I was like, yes, the airline lost my bags, actually. <laughs> Thanks very much. And they're like, well, we gave your room away. You know, you're going to have to we'll see if we can find you some closet somewhere or something. Did they get you another room? Yeah, I think so. It was yeah. not as good. And they did. They cleared out like my, you know, my glasses case and my contact solution, whatever else I had, you know, in the ahead of my hand luggage right yeah yeah so i mean it's beware in hotels if you travel without a, a bag <laughs> they'll take that as a sign that you don't exist in that room anymore that's terrible it was frustrating and they didn't seem this these guys didn't seem to really get the magnitude they were, they were not of the, apologetic of the enough. problem like yeah. you know sorry what a misunderstanding i'm like you threw my stuff away yeah we won't get it back hmm. like yeah sorry no free room nothing I got nothing. Anyway, well, but other than that, you know, then I did have a clean room. Boy, was it clean. <laughs> All removed uh, to hang out in for another two hours until yeah. Hops was released. Jerks. And then I drew, drove back and then I drove to pick up Remy. Yeah. So Remy today um, went up for a glucose curve and we did a glucose curve for him on Monday and it looked pretty good. It was like in the hundreds the whole time. Really good. And we were like, great, like we're going to do it, have the vet do it, do all his blood work, and then he's going to be able to get his eye surgery scheduled. So you and had to drive him. I drove I him there. up. Yeah, I dropped him off at 8 this morning, and his blood sugar was like in the 300s, which is quite high all day. So we have to increase his insulin. Why, Remy, who's standing right here, why was it normal here and high at the vet? He's like, I like you guys. I, I don't <laughs> want I don't want to leave you guys to go to Miami. So, so we did all of this testing. And now we got to wait. The tests are only good for like a month before the surgery. So we're hopefully going to get everything set so we can just do it. So I was, I was excited that like, oh, on the podcast, we're going to announce that like Remy got all of his tests and he's like, good. And we're going to make the appointments and get his eye surgery. No, we got to up his insulin and try again in a week. Just not this episode. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. I mean, it's going to get there. Yeah. Are so, we on Remy? That's Remy. Yeah. Are we? He's also a swimming like gangbuster. He's a big swimmer. And I'll talk more about him with the paddleboard attack 
the death topic the, the deadly paddleboarder tech yeah yeah who else do we have to talk about Vodes is doing fine i mean other than being a jerk he's a he's an active jerk yeah um okay let's talk about the paddleboard attack guac we have we have a number of paddleboard dramas actually yeah. chronologically the first is a paddleboard attack so <laughs> all the dogs were out in the water basically <sighs> and yeah. i'm gonna go out for a paddle you i tried to get a paddleboard in before you had to work i tried to yeah, it was like the morning, and I was like, okay, you know, I got it. At 45 minutes, I've got to get on this call, but I'm going to do a little paddle first. And I think I tried to get Guac on the board, and he's like, no, now everybody's here. I'm going to play. It might be a ball. Fine. So I'm like, I'm just going to go by myself. So I start paddling away, and they're all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jen's leaving. And it was Vink, I think. Hops. Yeah, definitely Hops. Vink, yeah. Hops, Guac, and Remy. And Remy. And Remy gets these big, giant, like, panicky-looking eyes. Who knows if he's actually panicky because he's blind. Who knows? Really good at following the sound. So they all follow me out. So I'm, like, across the channel into, you know, further away from the house where it gets shallow again so they can kind of stand. 50 yards away, yeah. And they're all, like, so they all get out there, and they're, like, we all need to get on this paddleboard. So they're, like, climbing up on the paddleboard and then standing on it and then, like, jumping off. It's Ugh. like Guac and Remy are up there, and Guac's like, I'm going to jump off this thing. And then, like, Remy gets tipped <laughs> off. I, of course, have oh, been tipped off. Remy tried to eat it. Remy did try to eat it. He actually took a little chunk out of the... There's, like, a padded part where you stand so your feet don't get sore. He spit he, it. He just walked up, like, when I was on the shore at the house and was like, ah, nah, nah, pulled a little <laughs> chunk out. Yeah, kept chomping on it out there. And then, you know, like, Hops and Vink are swimming around trying to get on it. So, and then they're all climbing on me. So I have, like, on my thighs, I've got all these bruises and Ugh. scratches. I mean, it looks like I've been in a... Cat, like, uh, mauled by 12 cats. Yeah. I mean, I was mauled by all these dogs in the water. Didn't Guac, like, hug your leg with his dew claws? Oh, I mean, probably. It was chaotic He's trying to there. climb up. He was trying to climb up your leg, I think. We were swimming this week, Ugh. and... If I normally I'll like th when I swim with them I'll throw the ball and Guac and I'll race for the ball, and I think we didn't want to do that because like Hops was getting a bath, so if I just swim away from the shore, just like kind of backstroke, you know, like kick myself away from the shore, Guac's like, oh, now I need to go shave Jen, <laughs> so he comes out to save me and I'll start swimming back in and at some point he's like, this is unacceptable Jen and he puts like one front paw over either shoulder and then tries to like jump up is like i'm holding him <laughs> put his little back feet on my hips well i'm not standing i'm in the water so that straight up dunked me i have a big like j-shaped scratch on my shoulder from oh, him from his deadly his hug claws. his lethal hug tiger king and and do i learn when guac attempts to murder me no i do not he gets so excited when I put on my swimsuit and start walking for the door. He just wants to play. He just wants to participate. So yesterday, I'm like, all right, going to go out in the morning, go for a paddleboard. And Guac's jumping around so excited. And I was like, fine, you can come. He generally rides pretty well on the paddleboard. So oh. I get him up on the paddleboard. And the, the only things to really be wary about with Guac on the paddleboard is that if he sees like a buoy in the water or God forbid a tennis ball, he's like, it's a ball. I must go retrieve it. And he jumps off the paddleboard and sometimes that knocks me off the paddleboard. So we're going around and it's fine. And then we're coming back and there's something floating in the water. And I, 
you know, there's like palm fronds floating in the water, all, all sorts of, coconuts. you know, stuff from trees, coconuts. And I'm like, it, it looks too small to be a coconut. I can't tell. I've got to be careful, though, because he's going to jump off. And as I get closer, I see that it's one of those giant iguanas that you see as films sometimes dead in the water. So, like, its head is floating up, and Ugh. then, uh, you know, its tail, they got big, long tails. I mean, they're probably four or five feet long. The tail's hanging down. It's big. I mean, the body of these iguanas is like the size of a cat. Yeah. They're giant. They are big. Who knows how it died, but it's floating in the water. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's not good. And Guac's like, I must get it. <laughs> Jumps, leaps off the front of the paddleboard, and oh. I'm screaming at him like, no, 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 no. Swims over, just right in the middle of the body, chomps onto that iguana and is swimming around with the iguana corpse in his mouth. I did not fall off the paddleboard, but I'm like, don't you come back over here with that thing. I'm like paddling away. And he's like, no, wait for me. I'm like, no, like not with that rotting iguana corpse in your mouth. Look, it's nasty. Jen, look, I got you a nasty. Oh, it's so gross. So eventually he dropped it. It must have tasted bad. Gets back on the paddleboard. And we don't go another like five minutes. And there's just like a, a piece of a palm frond. The thing's probably like a foot square. It's a leaf. <laughs> it's kind of like a big, thick leaf. And I think he was so wound up from the iguana that as soon as he sees that, he jumps off. That time he did knock me off. And I've, I like keep my little uh, sandals on the paddleboard so I'd, when we're home, I can put them on before I have to walk on the rocks because the rocks are really sharp here. So then they're both floating around. We got to like paddle around to get all of those. He's trying to get that leaf. And, 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 oh. and I think it is a sign that you are such an optimistic person by nature that you keep trying. That's Woods. He's outside just barking at himself. Woods! Woods! He's like, I would like to get my face chomped, please. Where, where is the guacamole? The other thing that I just wrote down here is Remy's sunglasses, because at some point we, we had been out and we came back and I put my sunglasses on the table and Remy picked them up and he's like, these are awesome. And he's like, puts them in his mouth and he's like, chomp, chomp, tossing his head around, galloping <laughs> around the living room. Like, look at this thing I got. <laughs> Bent one of the lenses backwards. I have to throw them ball. away. Luckily, they're cheap sunglasses for this reason exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, neglected dog of the week. <laughs> no one has really been no effort this week. No. All right, we're just not going to name one then. Bank has been close. No, nope, she doesn't get it. She's got hot spots. <laughs> All right. Uh... This has been a long list of dog issues. The uh, the taste of the keys is just an announcement that on December 18th, the 13th 5K Rudolph Red Nose Run, the PJ edition, is happening in Key West. You have to wear your holiday jammies. For 13 kilometers? No, no. It's a, the 13th 5K. Oh, 5K. It's a 5K. Oof. 5K in your jammies. So warm. Festive holiday jammies. We can get jammies that are like shorts and a little oh, button-up shirt. I do shirt. have some like tidies. Don't those do are, those. Those are boxers, I guess. That doesn't count. I'll buy you some PJs. No, no, it's okay. Nope, you're going to show no, up inappropriately no. dressed if I don't do this. I don't, wait, are you going to... Wait, you're going to run it? I mean, maybe. It's five, there's not many races in Key West, not even 5Ks. That's true. All right. And you get to wear your jammies. All right. PJ run. Fine. Fine. So they're starting at the southernmost beach cafe check-in starts at seven so you just get out of bed go after the race enjoy refreshments prizes and a fabulous silent auction <laughs> while you're in your pjs all sweaty <laughs> yeah festive pjs all right 
They had run, oh, walk, uh, fun. Ugly Christmas PJs would be the winners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I All don't right, know that well, there's a contest. We'll see. Oh, you get a T-shirt. First hundred registrants get a T-shirt. Whoa. So you know, if you want to come down to the Keys in December, December eighteenth, bring Rudolph your PJs. The Red Nose Run PJ edition. Bring your Christmas PJs, but you might anyway because you know. Yeah. You, you it's pe- Christmas time. Sleep, sleep in PJs, or maybe that's how you get your presents on Christmas Day is in your PJs. Um, you get German word of the week. I think we've talked about it. There's a German word for walking. There's a German word for hiking. There's a German word for going. I I have been practicing my German. I'm I'm really trying to like nail down a bunch of my German this academic year. And I was I was you know working through something and I was I had I write down phrases. I'm like I, I was on a plane so I didn't have any internet. But I'm like translate this phrase to practice some other word. And I, I think the phrase I was going to practice is perhaps we will go for a walk or we should go for a walk or perhaps we go for a walk. And they're like, oh, the German word for walk is the, this app is like gehen, which is the word for go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't think that was the word for walk, but OK. And then I'm like. I translated in Google Translate, and it's like spazieren gehen. Mm-hmm. That's a different word. And then there's also laufen. So I'm, I go into the bedroom. I'm like, Ingo, <laughs> there are three words for walking. Right, which least, one do I use in which three case? So spazieren gehen is to go for a walk. Yes, to actually take a walk. Take a we walk. Formally go for a walk is spazieren gehen. Like with a dog. Because the noun is spaziergang. Which is go around literally translated sort of spazieren is yeah like this so yeah. geh spazieren is to go for a walk gehen is just walking that could be going to the next room or going walking you know yeah, how do you get to school yeah ich gehe as opposed to which is also the same as i go yes it is and then there's also not different words for walk and there's run laufen which is laufen. yeah i was trying to figure it out laufen can mean running like Dauerlaufen is the word for jogging. Yeah. Uh, but Laufen, is a, as opposed to drive, you know, Fahren is walking anyway, instead of running. This, this has gotten more complicated than our non-German speaking listeners need. It's very but complicated. Spazierengehen is, is to go for a walk. But, a walk. But not to walk. No, it's to, to go, go for, for a walk. walk. <laughs> it's very technical. Spazierengehen. Spazierengehen. Mm-hmm. Vielleicht gehen wir spazieren. Yeah. And maybe... We'll go for a walk. Wir machen einen Spaziergang. German man, it's it's complicated. I feel like I get the basics down, and then I just want to say go for a walk, and then it gets so complicated. You um, you did open that can of worms. Yep, yep. I, you know, now if we ever have to talk about walking when we go to Germany, I am gonna have it. I'm great. I'm good. You're gonna kick butt. All you're gonna want to talk about is walking. Yeah, and be like, guys, do you know how much I walk? I go for walks. I walk around. I walk from this place to this other place. <laughs> Look, I'm Sometimes walking right now. <laughs> am I running or walking? You can't tell because it's the same verb. Laufen. Ich laufe. All right. Uh, we should tend to the voods. <sighs> voods has unmet psychological needs. We will keep everybody updated on hops and everything, but it it probably, he said four to five days, I think, for the biopsy. So it'll be next week before we have results. Um, Until then, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yes. Bye. Bye.